Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit simplecast.com. I'm on a switch. Full Service Radio. I currently cannot hear myself because I pulled the headphones out of the thing. Um, I could probably use a different pair yeah. since there's four on the table. Welcome to DTFO oh, Radio. You My missed name is that air horn explosion, The air horn was really good. I thought that's why you were laughing. <laughs> nope. <Yeah. laughs> that's and funny. It was like not the, at all. It was like this. It was like a, she a lot still of doesn't have her headphones. It's completely fine. Oh man. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome to GTFO Radio, where we discuss pop culture and politics um, from our beautiful lady perspectives. Did you actually introduce yourself? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paige. <laughs> Today is May 17th. Mm-hmm. That's, that is Already, the date. Huh? Uh, my phone bill was paid today, in case anybody was wondering. On automatic? <laughs> On automatic payment. Nice. Uh, you're welcome, AT&T. <laughs> I'm thinking about switching, actually. Same. Yeah. You, you're both AT&T? Yeah. yeah. I'm Verizon. Oh, okay. Ooh, I bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, we actually have quite a few topics today, as we always do. <laughs> we do. I think they're all really important. Some I think of they're them. all related today, too, which is kind of fun. And uh, we're prepared with a topic. Uh, <laughs> are we? I thought we weren't settled. On I, I thought we were fine with... I, I, like, I like the idea of sounding like a wizard. I like the idea that we're Italian. Or, sorry, Latin. Oh, okay. So what is the theme? <laughs> it was, was oppressio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize we'd settled on that. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So, ugh, why does I? I like that even though you're prepared with the topic, you're like maybe that's not the topic. Well, I was gonna explain that that is Latin for oppression, and we were discussing it yesterday, and I thought it sounded like a Harry Potter spell, <laughs> oppressio. <laughs> I'm into it. It's so that's where the wizard thing came in. <laughs> Yeah, but also wizards are kind of dope. Yeah. Um, They got spells. They have dope hats. Uh, Facial hair game is on point and creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Does that mean like the female version is a a witch? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're not into Harry Potter. I'm not. I have no idea what's happening with Harry Potter. I missed that bone. Well, it just, it's just, honestly, it just seemed like silly white things. I just didn't understand. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I still don't get it. I mean, you never... There was, like, a whole, didn't, like, like... the books. Didn't read the books. Uh, there was, like, a whole Harry Potter bar in Washington, D.C. about, like, two or three months ago. And people were just, like, There was? Free. Yeah. No. I it mean, was I'm in Adams like, Morgan. I'm not, like, that into They were like, Harry oh, my Potter. God, Harry Potter. No, I just really enjoyed the books, like, reading them, you know... Harry, like the characters were this like around the same age as I was 
you know, back in like sixth grade, which is when I think was it in si- has it been that long? Yeah, th- it's Holy been a shit. while. So then, you know, you kind of grew up with the characters because it was like parallel mm-hmm. as they were being released. So it was cool. I don't know. Who do you feel like you connected with the most? Oh, neither, none of them. Really? Yeah, I didn't. So then, what was your connection if you didn't like feel like you connected to any of the characters? And why are you so because it was into this? It was serious. It's like the idea that um, adolescents feel that you're like destined for something great, and then you like sort of maintain that hope for yourself as you're reading these stories about this like inconspicuous poor thirteen year old who then finds out he's like one of the most famous wizards in the wizarding community. I I assume that's what I was thinking anyways. (laughs) That's very, like, that's Uh, honest and very sweet. Yeah. Hmm. I'm still not going to read them or watch the movies. Well, I wouldn't say, no, I don't even like the movies that much. I can't believe we're still talking about this. But (laughs) I would say that. Wizards are fascinating. Yeah, I wouldn't even recommend that you read the books now. I don't think that they would you would feel anything if you started reading them now. You'd be like, this is a fucking kid's book. Yeah. Because it is. And that's how, you know, it's like within context, I like, am a Harry Potter fan, you know. But if I were to start reading it now, I'd probably be like, yeah, it's cute. Like, I wouldn't really say anything else. Yeah, I'm just not into that sort of shit. I never yeah. read one page of that shit. I don't know anything about it. That, like, uh, what was that shit about, like, The Hobbit's? Lord of the Rings? Yeah, fuck all them. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> like, I mean, I, I tried to read uh, uh, The Hobbit when I was younger and I couldn't do it. Well, they sound creepy. Honestly. Like the idea of a Hobbit? The way that it's always been described to me are like, here, you should read this story about these little people. But you're not they even into shit, shit like that. I'm not into shit like so that. So why would anyone t- and you're people talking can- to people that don't know you? People... <laughs> <laughs> It's part of growing up is it's weeding out the people who want to introduce hobbits and shit to your life wow. for no reason. You're like, why are you doing this to me? You don't get it. Yeah. You don't fucking get it. Speaking of not getting it, let's get into the show. <laughs> Oppressio. Oppressio. Oh, are we introducing the topics? Of course. Um, of course, you. Oppressio. Oh boy, are we doing this the whole time? <laughs> Oppressio, a Chinese company, ZTE, is claiming they are oppressed. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be funnier later. Okay. (laughs) It will be. Um, Oppressio Trump. (laughs) Um, Senate, the Senate had their own uh, judiciary committee, committee, Mm-hmm. Looking into the Trump-Russia relationship. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Cute. Yeah. Oppressia. Net neutrality. <laughs> Obviously oppressia. Oh, okay. Oppressio, <laughs> <laughs> uh, North Korea. Oppressio. <laughs> this is a weird one. Um, it's just super Is that... Am I there? No, that's obviously a press, yeah. Okay. Is it... What's the vague one? Azalea Banks and Cardi B? No, the vague one was just... Uh, North Korea? N- no. I'm confused. You already did it. Never mind. Go ahead. And then the last... No. Second to last one, I guess... One of these has to be Armentiros y Mierdas. Which one would you like for it to be? 
I don't. I don't know. I guess. <sighs> well, they both deal with their. <clears throat> so one of our topics that we're, we're, <laughs> like, we're between <laughs> for our materials and mierdas, um, we read an article from the New York Times about how American racism influenced Hitler. It's from the New Yorker. I'm sorry, the New Yorker. And then the other one's from New York Times. Correct. In uh, which they were studying um, the claim that police were making saying that um, more residents in predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhoods were calling in to complain about marijuana, mm-hmm. which is therefore why there were more black and Hispanic people being arrested. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oppressio. Oppressio. <laughs> of course, we'll find out what's really happening. Because we read the article. <laughs> So obviously we know everything. Yeah, right. Um, I think, well, given our other topics, <laughs> do we take a break? Or I think we take we... a break. We think about it, then we come back with uh, what's going on with ZT and their Chinese phones and Stop. Trump oppressio oppressio. <laughs> News button by Jubilee for this rainy day. You're listening to GTFO on Full Service Radio. Be right back. Full Service Radio. Figure it out. Oh, that's why we've been on here for 22 weeks. We're back okay. on the air. <laughs> hey, what's up? Welcome back to GTFO Radio. My name is still Allison Lane. Mine's Paige Plisner. Fantastic. Let's get into it. Okay. Um, so ZTE, which is a Chinese phone company, uh, they uh, specialize mostly <laughs> in, in burner phones. Yes, in <laughs> burner phones. Uh, <laughs> They usually do really well. They're, like, pretty inconspicuous. They're, like, the fifth largest phone company in America, but they don't really want to be number one. They've done a lot of work with Google. Um, Anyways, I guess back in 2016, they were found to have violated the U.S. sanctions by working with Iran, Sudan, North Korea, Syria, and Cuba. Um, So if you are to do business with the United States and the U.S. imposes economic sanctions on countries, you cannot do business with those countries if you want to continue doing business with the U.S. So we found out, and we banned them. It's like a six, seven-year ban, I think. That's uh, it's a pretty heavy ban. Yeah, it's a heavy ban for a company who is most of their... Um, they basically said, this is going to kill us. You're killing us. You're killing us. Is they... This is what they kept saying. Um, They're bringing it up now. And this is, of course, in the conversation of what the fuck Trump is doing with these um, trade uh, tariffs, taxes, 
We don't know what he the next steps are, but we've been hearing a lot about it. Um, <laughs> anyways, this company started complaining that they were going to go out of business, <laughs> and China, I guess, said that this was really important, so Trump decided to tweet... Uh, this is verbatim. <sighs> President Xi of China and I are working together to give massive Chinese phone company ZTE a way to get back into business fast. Too many jobs in China lost. Commerce Department has been instructed to get it done. Exclamation mark. Which everyone's response was, why the fuck are you worried about Chinese jobs? Wasn't he just mad at China like a year ago? Yes. Yes. Didn't he just like not give a fuck? Didn't he say that China was taking all of our jobs like yeah, I mean, a, a year ago? A lot of the pro- people have so many problems with like China's economic policies and then how like American businesses interact with it. And I just, it's very, very bizarre. China. 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 Yeah. So this happened on Sunday. <laughs> um, it just seems really bizarre. Like, really bizarre. And I guess now the White House is saying that they're re-examining the original ban instead of just, like, getting rid of it altogether. So this is just adding to the, like, I don't know, confusion, white noise, This is a distraction. Because, I mean, with that Iran deal and what's happening in Israel right now, Mm -hmm. as far as... um, you know, the Palestinian protesters being murdered and attacked. Yeah, no, this is a huge distraction and it's, it's not working. Um, yeah, I'm just also, I mean, I thought you were trying to protect American jobs. Yeah, it doesn't. And American's interest. So (sighs) yeah, this is bullshit. (laughs) I'm calling bullshit on this whole, this whole thing. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. Um, moving along. So you remember how the House committee came out and who they were investigating the Trump-Russia ties and they came out and said there was no evidence? (laughs) Yeah, that's a lie. Um, yes. So the Senate Judiciary Committee is doing their separate investigation and they just recently released like thousands of pages of documents about the initial Trump Tower meeting. Mm. People are like, what happened? What happened during the Trump Tower meeting? Which included um, Trump Jr. And that like weird... Yeah. Anyways, so they didn't come out and outright say that uh, they found anything significant. They're just saying there's definitely stuff to keep looking into. Does this include the information that came out, I think, yesterday about how Steve Bannon and Cambridge Analytica were um, actively trying to suppress black voters on Facebook? Um, not sure. Maybe. I mean, I would I say just wonder yes, if, like, all these things are like. There's a lot of stuff coming out saying that. Um, I mean, the FBI and the CIA are investigating uh, Cambridge Analytica. So if there is voter, like active voter suppression, I mean, maybe like the FBI would be looking into that. And you would hope. Yeah, I, I hope. One would <laughs> hope. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing because it's uncomfortable and terrible. Yeah. Um, not so terrible. Another, I guess, win for us from the Senate. They voted to save net neutrality. That's fantastic. That happened Wait, yesterday. Really? Yeah. How yeah. come that wasn't like 
talked about more. Damn. It well, happened yesterday. Uh, probably around like, I got a notification around like three o'clock in the afternoon that the Senate had voted to uh, repeal that net neutrality. So, so is that from final or there's still more rounds? Hell no, of this? it's not yeah, final. No it's way, not right? final. It comes up for, I think, the like June something. June 11th. June 11th implementation and then like. Trump will probably veto it, but oh. it's also something like the Democrats are starting to make it a uh, an issue for their campaigns for the upcoming election season. So that's why it's they're like trying to make a stance on net neutrality now because they think it'll help them get more voters, particularly um, young white male voters to Ooh. come and vote for them. Yeah, true. Yeah, but so it's important. Well, it's not. I, it is important. I wonder what the next steps are to make sure that that it actually, you know, net neutrality actually maintains. Mm. I think as long as uh, it may it continues to be a major issue for politicians because voters care about it. Like as mm-hmm. of right now, they see it as something that will persuade a voter to go one way or the other. Um. That'll help. Well, I think it's funny now that it's coming out now because uh, so many what the the next what uh, Senate and House elections are this November, mm-hmm. um, and there's a what a lot of 18 year olds that are going to be able to vote for the first time, and mm-hmm. they are now like em- feeling super impassioned after like the Parkland shooting, and like they're mm-hmm. trying to actively vote out there. Yep, their uh, their representatives. Yeah. And I think this is an interesting issue to bring up since they think the kids only care about the internet, but the real issue is like guns and like your actual safety and well-being. Yeah. This conference fucked up. I kind of feel like some of those Trump people, like especially like Reddit, the Donald kind of Trump voters, they probably like, they're probably not, you know, against. I have no idea what they want. I do not want to <laughs> speculate. Yeah, I enough. like don't, I don't even understand why you would, want to be such an asshole <laughs> i'm just saying to your point about like making it a democratic issue though maybe like i don't know internet's a good divisive topic mm-hmm. yeah i just a lot of people also know. just don't understand it and then we've no. mentioned several times that people don't understand like our laws have not caught up with yeah. technology well i will say that old people certainly don't know what this net neutrality thing <laughs> is <laughs> they're like what <laughs> It's such a poorly worded like concept, oh God, net neutrality. Yeah. Like it, does, it doesn't phrase. make any sense. I mean, I guess it does make sense, but it's just it's. I don't know. There's not even like an. A- I I I get your point of like wanting to like alliterate and like make it sort of catchy, but no, like it's not, not it. necessarily like. It's just the, the most functional name like for this concept. Yeah. When you don't want people paying attention to something, you name it some bullshit like net neutrality. <laughs> Make it as boring sounding as possible. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> hopefully, I guess the discussion continues with that. North Korea. North Korea is <laughs> now, I don't know, throwing a temper tantrum because, of course, they are um, saying that they are not going to have any sit down discussions as planned uh, with Trump. And South Korea, because of military exercises still being done uh, between the U.S. and South Korea in South Korea near the border. I don't 
it's like it isn't really surprising that uh, there's so much flip flopping. I guess you would say. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. Kim Jong Un's like super irrational, and you don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's making that shit up on the fly. Yeah. So. Ugh. I mean, it would be like you know, embarrassing for us if this fell through. But at the same time, I, like, want Trump to get embarrassed and for it to be shown that he doesn't have any sort of... Uh, he wouldn't... But he would never claim any sort of responsibility. No, he would just fire whoever... What's his name? He'd fire Korea. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> You're fired, Korea. <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. Uh, I yeah. Speaking of your homeboy, um, there's a new U- U.S. embassy. Oh, so Trump announced, I guess, what last week, two weeks ago, a month ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember that I uh, was going to move the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. Jerusalem being a disputed territory between Gaza. And the Jews, and as a result of Jerusalem being given to Israel, uh, something like half a million Palestinians were resettled, and the area surrounding Jerusalem, uh, Palestinians are, I don't know, it's really complicated. It is very complicated. They're really poor. And I don't, I'm not... The Palestinians. Yes. I'm not, you know, I think we remember, like, when we were, what was it, in the 90s, when Hezbollah and... Fuck. I can't remember. I don't either. But I remember Hezbollah. Yeah. I don't remember who else it was. So, whether you are pro-Israel, anti-Israel, pro-Palestine, anti-Palestine... Um, the embassy opened up in Jerusalem and along the border as celebrations were happening with Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner in attendance at the new embassy. Uh, 60 people were being killed. Over 2,400 people were injured. And it was only on the Palestinian side where the people were hurt. Um, they and they're were, trying to spin it and say that people were... Uh, violently protesting. However, there were snipers and people, the people that were killed were shot in the throat. There's, yeah, like, someone... There's, like, very targeted places for... Yeah, a reporter know. said that he saw the sniper. There was, like, a sniper who was just picking people off, so that sounds really devious um, and evil. It sounds really evil just having um, these snipers who were not being threatened... In any way, they claim that there were um, these, I don't know, like fire, they were throwing like fire projectiles at them. Um, Not, I have yet to read a source that says it was to a degree where it warranted snipers mass shooting um, citizens of another country, but that's just me. Uh, (laughs) It just, it seems egregious. Um, yeah, and it's just—it's also—it's just so funny that this Donald Trump is finding himself to be the center of 
all sorts of like literally didn't have to move the embassy (laughs) just just doing it to do it yeah and did you I, i mean okay he's whatever i have no other thoughts but yeah. I did think about, like, did you read this morning about how he was complaining about, like, the London embassy? Mm-mm. How the United States... I, I don't know. I'm, perhaps I'm just, like, over-speculating, like, what actually happened with, like, him moving this embassy. But, um, so, the U.S. embassy in London moved, and it cost, like, the country, like, a billion dollars or something. And it just reopened in, like, this past week as well mm-hmm. in London. And he said he didn't go because the Obama administration spent way too much money moving an embassy that they didn't need to move. Um, what? <laughs> it just cost the American people a bunch of money. But in actuality, it didn't. And they moved the embassy because it was a terrorist threat, like in its current, like in its location. Yeah. And the Obama administration didn't move it. The Bush administration did. Um, wow. I think he's just doing things just to like say he did something. It's almost like he's running the country like a reality show. It's just, yeah. He's just doing shit just to do exactly it. Exactly what we all thought this would be. It's a circus. Yeah. It's a fucking circus. And it's hard to take anything seriously. And I think that we'll, we'll, we'll get to it in our larger topic about um, how American racism and honestly American media influences the world and how people like, view us and how does that affect how other people act and behave. Yeah, I mean, us moving an embassy to Jerusalem, um, I think, is it Bolivia is going to move their embassy now, too? It's kind of like, since we have been so influential, it's our actions are going to influence how other countries react, Yeah, everyone to. else is like, oh, we can just move shit around just to make points, I guess. It's like, well, what are you trying to prove? Yeah, and I don't what know. Do actually, uh. And what do you actually want from this? What is your, what is your end game? Because if attention is it, you got it. You're no, the he, fucking president. You know what? He probably has a bunch of like real estate projects going up in um, Jerusalem. And Girl, that's, you're probably right. <laughs> that's like probably why he moved it. Oh, he's so petty. Yeah. Well, no. Is he allowed to still do shit like that? Yeah. As president? Yeah, because it's not under his name anymore. He like had to move all of his shit so that he's no longer dealing with the business and it's... Um, his son, Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, who also works for him. Yeah, doesn't he have so like does, government clearance? Yeah, no, that's what's his name. That's Jared Kushner. Yeah, that's I don't know what law. his. I don't know what these people are doing. Yeah, but I mean, anyone can be your advisor and still like run your business. Technically, it's just the president himself can't be like linked with those entitled motherfuckers. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's new like Ivanka Towers. <laughs> <laughs> popping up in Jerusalem. <laughs> oh, those sound so disappointing. Good Lord. So yeah. vanilla. Yeah. Circus, as you said. Um, yeah, what if instead of hail to the chief, it was just like this every time? Like what is this? Straight up circus music. Oh. Oh. Every time. I was like, what is this? It, that sounds like our government. Oh, God. Oh, my God. He should walk off the plane to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, jugglers and clowns and it's shit. It's low-key be embarrassing because he represents what people actually think about us. I don't want people thinking that, that, that this person represents me if I leave this country. <laughs> I was just thinking of, uh, you know, those videos that they make of those lyric or music videos. They take music videos, take all the music out, and then just put in, like, the sound effects. 
people like breathing and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was thinking of taking videos of like donald trump like walking and he goes squeak 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 <laughs> squeak like, uh, that would be funny anyways <laughs> that was uh there was very high concept there yeah right <laughs> Uh, should we move quickly? I think we should take a smidge of a break yeah, and then we should that. get into a little bit of pop culture. Yeah. A lot of pop culture is after interesting things mood. happening. <laughs> okay. Sort of. <laughs> this is the homie Nyer remixing Princess Nokia. The song is Tomboy. It's Nyer's Forest Rave Riot Girl remix. Coming right back. So funny. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to GTFO Radio. I like how I'm fading you in mid-sentence today. Yeah. We were just talking about uh, my Instagram. I recognize that I have to change my Instagram habits, and I'm making it private. But the only downside to making it private right now is that I know that my ex is still stalking me, and now I can't see when he's stalking me. Because he's a little bitch. Little bitch. <laughs> bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, I did it. Speaking mm-hmm. of little bitches. Speaking of little bitches. You fuck with me <laughs> if you wanted to. Oh, nice we, segue. Good segue. So, Cardi B and Azalea Banks. <laughs> Cardi B and Azalea Banks. You may know them as female rappers that are under the age of 30. <laughs> That are from New York. Yeah, the most New York motherfuckers on earth. They are very, very Love New it. York. So it's let's funny, get a little. I never thought of that. They are. It's like very New York. They're very That's New the York. Most. Honestly, this whole like fighting shit is very. It seems very New York to me. Yeah, it's I'm the like, best. Like, what are you guys doing? It's awesome. So I guess it started this weekend. Uh, Zelia Banks did an interview on somebody's radio station that wasn't ours so i don't know who it was yeah we don't listen to um and <laughs> she basically calls <laughs> cardi b an uneducated rat now this sparks from i guess i'm going to speculate that it sparks from cardi b has been saying a bunch of wild shit she's been on this crazy press tour her um, album came out it's received great reception across all genres of music and all people all walks of life really it's been really really well received by a bunch of people yeah and Azalea Biggs sort of posits that Cardi B has become a caricature of black women 
Right? Yeah. She also called her like illiterate. She did call her illiterate. She called her a rat. She called her a bunch of other crazy shit. (laughs) She also says that Cardi B, and this is true, Cardi B just started accepting that she's Afro-Latina. So she's saying that Cardi B is playing into, she's using her blackness to where it behooves her. Whereas before she sort of denounced her blackness, she actually quite literally called black women roaches. Cardi did? Cardi did. I remember that. She called black women roaches on the internet and whatnot. And, the, and Zillia Banks is basically saying, you're not really representative of what black women look like. Peep Zillia Banks on The Breakfast Club. Did you call Cardi B uh, illiterate, uh, untalented rat? I did. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Uh. Now... I watched a Wendy Williams this morning. I mean, how she sort of like... I'm impressed. She, how she was sort of like uh, relaying the story to her viewers. And she's saying that Cardi B needs to relax because she's reached a level of superstardom that Azalea Banks will never achieve, which is likely true. Uh, but she also said that Azalea Banks has this sort of like tick about her her words. She says she has a tick about her that makes her unable to like work with people. She's not relatable. She's not all these, she's all these things. And I'm thinking there's something that she's really missing about that argument is that Azalea Banks, uh, first of all, Cardi B clapped back with saying that Azalea Banks um, bleached her skin. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about. And then Cardi B ultimately um, deleted her Instagram. She did. Her, damn, really? Her whole thing. Her she whole just, shit? She deleted her whole Instagram because she went back and she was sort of like saying that I don't need to prove myself. Cardi B saying that. She's saying I don't need to prove myself to anybody. I'm not going to you know, kill myself and prove that I am the smart, intelligent woman. I am articulate. And I agree with that. She does. She's always been able to speak her mind and like you understand what she's saying. But I also agree with Azalea Banks. She is playing a character caricature of a black woman. Especially, like, watching her on Jimmy Fallon, like, hurt me. It, like, hurt watching me. Watching Cardi B on Jimmy Fallon? Oh, absolutely. Watching her on Jimmy Fallon and, like, on um, Ellen? Yeah. It's just, like, she was definitely, like, I'm a black woman. I don't, I don't, be- I, I do behave that way. And I, but, like, in my own, like, circles and sets. You think she's, like, sort of catering. I think she's playing up to it. I think she's, she's pandering to an, an audience, yeah, like, to... To gain more attention. I don't think that people are actually connecting to her. I think they're connected to her as a character. I think she doesn't understand that she's playing a character character to some people. And how to separate her character from like her person. Oh, I don't know. I think that's Cardi, no? You I'm think, sorry? You think she's putting on a character? I think she is. Hmm. I, but I don't think that she knows how to, to carry it. Hmm, interesting. I think that like, okay, look at, look at Lady Gaga. She definitely played a character for a long time. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, But she wasn't getting in fights with a lot of people. But I think what Azalea Banks' point is, is that because you are a light-skinned black woman, you're able to play these lines whenever you want to. And then, like, Azalea Banks has been, like, putting out good music. And honestly, even though she's a bit controversial, she's given out good commentary and, like, good... Uh, she's also said some crazy ass she shit. She says in her a lot day. of crazy shit, but she's also she's always perpetuating conversation from a dark skinned black woman's perspective. And her whole point is that like misogynoir like exists. Her being a dark skinned black woman, she's always going to be seen as like more negative than what she actually is. Yeah. 
Now, if a dark-skinned woman was out here going, oh, and like clicking and all this other shit on TV, y'all would call her a hood rat. You probably wouldn't support her music because there's tons of women on Instagram who came around the same time as Cardi. What Cardi B is from, um, what was that other shit? Vine. She was a Vine star first, right? Who? Cardi B. Oh, really? I think she came from Vine first. People were following her Vines. Then she ended up getting on Love and Hip Hop. And then she eventually became the Cardi B that we know today. There's plenty mm. of women on, online that are doing the same thing who are darker skinned. Um, but they're not getting the same attention. Yeah. I mean, Azalea Banks once called Zane a curry scented bitch. I'm going to start calling you a Punjab, you dirty bitch. She I'm not saying that it. she's without her flaws. Yeah, I'm I saying mean. that there's, a, there's an argument that's meant to be made there. And also, let's not forget, Cardi B has said a bunch of wild shit. And she's been more easily forgiven. That's true. Yeah, I, I think it, it's, I mean, at least to me, it's like pretty obvious that people in general are more scared of a black person the darker their skin is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely see that point. Um, speaking of that, I also want I didn't put this on the thing, but, um, so the royal weddings this weekend. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> what's her name again? Meghan Markle. Was like Heather? <laughs> her name's not Heather. Her I thought name, it was Becky. Her name is Meghan Markle. She will be the first, I guess, African-American woman in the royal family as of this weekend. Well, she's from, is she from the Dominican Republic? No, she's black. Meghan Markle. <laughs> I'm claiming her. She's black. <laughs> Her mom's black. Her mom's like a black doctor in Lake California. And her dad is this uh, white guy who's now been accused of staging um, paparazzi pictures. And is no longer invited to the wedding. Is that what happened? Yeah. So he was... So he's... There was a whole speculation of like, is he coming? Is he going to be able to walk his daughter down the aisle? Is he going to do all this other shit? And then I guess like he staged wow. a bunch of crazy, not so crazy. They're, they're pre- rather mild, like pictures of him at a cafe reading a book about like British castles or him reading paparazzi pictures. But I mean, that's what like the entire British royal family does. That's like what they do for a living is stage paparazzi photos. Yeah. How is this not in line with their... Like, M.O. That's so dumb. People are saying he did it for money. Yeah, because they cost a lot. It is a big so, whatever. But either way, it was controversial enough that uh, he is no longer going to be at the wedding this weekend. Damn. Um, I do want to bring up something else that I thought was funny. Speaking of colorism in um, media, Good Morning America did a story about the wedding mm-hmm. and the title was Meghan Markle marrying a prince is giving black women hope what <laughs> hey <remember>? hey <laughs> black women you're now desirable because a royal is interested didn't, didn't <sighs> Prince Harry Wear a fucking Nazi costume once. He's done a bunch of problematic He's shit. He's done a whole bunch of wild shit. Yeah. First of all, I've been saying this for years. You can actually check our archives. I've been saying that Prince Harry's been into black women. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it with the first time I saw him. I was like, it. I was like, mm, nope. 
Sorry, blonde lady. <laughs> He's in the blonde wigs yeah. on cornrows. Can I admit, I, I, I honestly didn't even know this was happening. Like, I'm looking at this online, and I haven't even seen this woman before and didn't even know this guy was getting married. Yeah. I don't know what rock I've been living under. Yeah, people were talking a lot of shit about her, too, because she's a, she's a divorcee as well. Whoa. She's married to a chef, and when she started dating Prince Harry, like, she's just slowly started divorcing her husband or whatever. Oh, yeah, they were married. Yep. Damn. Imagine she's your 36. ex-wife goes on to marry 36 a years old. She's super accomplished. She she's really a humanitarian. Dope, she's smart as shit. Looking she's at a Wikipedia gorgeous. page. I'm here for him. It says occupation actress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. She's on Suits. I have no I've never idea. seen that show. I don't know what the fuck that's I about. Don't, I don't I'm just glad that she's know. black and she's uh, going to be living in Kensington Palace. Mm. Ooh, her last marriage, uh, her last wedding was in Jamaica. Was he black? Uh, Trevor mm. Engelson. No. You tell me. <laughs> That's a whole no. He doesn't have a. He is very Wikipedia not black. <laughs> <laughs> he is not black. Wow. Is he redheaded too? He might be. She has weird taste in men. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, say I think that. he is redheaded. Yeah. He kind of looks like. Also, just going to go ahead and say this. Similar. You may not know this, people. But gingers People. love black women. <laughs> just saying. I think it's the melanin. You guys are just wanting to just roll it in. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like put all my freckles together and make me dark. Oh my god. So it's not scientific or anything. But I think no, it's- it is really scientific. <laughs> I don't come on. Don't play yourself down. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to get the other person of color story? I don't know. We got like a little bit of time. A little bit? Yeah. We I got think like we take a little smidge of a little break and then we get what? back to. All right. Do we have time? I don't even see Brandon Weatherby. It's like three <laughs> minutes. So I think we have time to talk. I think I, I saw I him. I don't even He's see like right there. Him. No, that's, that's a different white guy that looks just like Brandon Weatherby. He's not Weatherby. sitting at the table? No, that's not him. I'm telling you. A lot you. of white dudes look God, just that's like Brandon Weatherby. No, no, no. no. A though, lot of white people look alike. Yeah. That is not Brandon Weatherby. Wow. Let, let, let's, let's, uh, let's take a little quick one, okay. just because <laughs> I want to hear this. Come down and talk to Mama Zizi. Come down. Come down. Mommy Tutu. Uh, what you can't see is this is the music video to Count Contessa by Azalea Banks, and she is walking a pig on a leash on a beach. Wow. Welcome back to the last segment of GTFO Radio <laughs> <laughs> for oh the day. Oh, my God. Hey, listeners, uh, 
that song Count Contessa is actually a tribute to a New York City legend and and homie a Contessa Stuto. You gotta look this woman up if you've never seen her before. Contessa um, Contessa <laughs> Stuto S T O Contessa. Oh man, she she's great is too. Out of control. Hmm. And yeah, if you ain't hip, you should you should get on that. Okay. So, so is, is it time for? Um, yeah. yeah. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh. I did not have Do you hear sexual that sound? relations with that Sounds woman. Sounds like a lie. Well, what what, what time? <laughs> it's time for Mentiras y Mierdas. This is a section of the show where we pick a topic and we discuss the lies and shit beneath said topic. This week's topic is going to be about... Racism, racism in America. Racism in America. Mm-hmm. We touched on this before. Um, we say that what America does, especially in politics... Uh, and very much so in pop culture affects the way that the world reacts. Uh, This has been historically true (laughs) as we look at Hitler. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mentioned before, in the New Yorker, there was uh, an article, How American Racism Influenced Hitler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it like it looks into this um, book that was just released by James Q. Whitman, which is called Hitler's American Model: The United States and the Making of Nazi Race Law, um, and it touches upon the uh, what the book goes over, which is how um, racism in America did influence Hitler. In fact, uh, and it details this story about how Hitler was pretty much or how. Hitler was has been portrayed so far uh, in books and biographies, and there's like a lot of different theories given as to why he ended up becoming the dictator he is. But the truth is, he was just kind of nobody, and then found a way to become somebody uh, by way of becoming this politician just sort of it just sort of happened he was really good at public speaking uh-huh. he wasn't good at like anything else he would try and he was like just, a shitty artist yeah he just like wasn't good at anything he was like pretty insignificant but he was really good at public speaking and so he had started he was working for the army and he ended up uh going to these workers political party i don't know some pol- workers political party he's a really good networker yeah, and then he ended up, like, representing them and then, you know, ultimately ended up getting voted. And he didn't, um, he was viewed by, you know, the more, like, liberals of Germany at the time as a sort of, like, caricature. Uh, didn't, no one really took him seriously because he didn't have, like, any sort of real credentials. And it's crazy because it sounds so familiar. I know. And they mentioned in the New Yorker article that the book... Um, you know, obviously there are parallels to be drawn to how uh, Trump ran his campaign and how America dealt with Trump in general. And it points out that um, uh, Hitler, too, was very good at manipulating the media and using it to his advantage. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he notes how Hitler admired America for being able to use racism like institutionally yeah. to separate citizenship and like rights, which at that time, like, I mean, leading from like the 
late 1800s when we first to like the first immigrants from like the white immigrants from like the Irish and Italians like they did not have the same rights as like white male voters who were quote unquote originally here it was really about a homogenous society like yeah and we really did we put it down in our laws that like which races from which country determined what your rights were let's not forget black people were three-fifths of a human yeah and less than 100 years ago yeah and and hitler really admired that um which is crazy we also invented the gas chambers that hitler ultimately used during the Holocaust. Real? So we set a template for him yeah. to pretty much use to cause, honestly, generations of pain and destruction. Um, I think it's so funny that he was so influenced by America, and yet, and I think the, the article also mentioned this, we're still so, like, transfixed by this idea of what Hitler was and what he was able to create. Like, there's books written about, like, him being an artist and his like his I don't know like his inspirations for doing things like and yeah it kind of like romanticize this widely accepted awful person yeah yeah and you want to know his thoughts and his feelings but not in a way to understand and sort of prevent those things but sort of like to, to deconstruct and sort of learn from it in a, in a productive way it sounds really sick yeah, I thought it was interesting how they pointed out that they we often concentrate on him being this sole individual that rose to power um, and that he is like, you know, we try to dissect who he was. How did he become like this person um, to do such terrible things? And we do rom- romanticize whatever process we think that he did or used. But ultimately, it, it, it was he convinced an entire population of a country to let these things happen. Yeah. So if you kind of flip it, you know, it's the same idea now, like Trump is our president Mm -hmm. and as mind blowing as it is for some of us, we let this happen. You know, it's kind of like the Republican party let this happen. Like the Democrats let this happen. Like everybody let this happen. It's like you said before about Hitler, we thought he was sort of like this benign, uh, just personality. Yeah. And then he gets power yeah. and just grossly abuse it. This is person who was constantly seeking attention and validation of their leadership skills and their worth. Yeah. And then they just exercise it to the fullest extent. Yeah. Um, and it often turns out to be horrific and terrible. Uh, yeah. This is especially dangerous considering that y'all's president called actual immigrant human beings animals yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> on camera. He said that he, they catch and release, they catch these animals at the border and then release them on the other side and then they just do whatever they want. He's referring to actual human beings as animals. So it, it starts with uh, dehumanizing and, and actually stripping away. This idea is us versus them. They create this sort of idea that these people are monsters and just parasites. Yeah, and that is exactly what we saw with Hitler. Yeah, I think it would be really interesting to read that book um, to sort of give it like a new, like a different perspective on American racism. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to read. Mm. 
for me, it boils down to entitlement. People think they have these ridiculous, divine rights to be who they are. Like, they, they, they need to be validated in, like, their, their kingship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, yeah. such bullshit. <laughs> Fucking it's, white men, right? It is. <laughs> but it is. I don't <laughs> understand, like... Is it? I I don't want to like diminish it because I feel like some it is National What Mental Health Month. I don't think this is just a mental health issue. No, I don't think there was anything wrong with him. I think like mentally, like I'm not like I'm not like uh, oh he's probably like bipolar or something. No, I think he was just really selfish and like really wanted the systemic entitlement of like these yeah these men. You're, uh, yeah, it's disgusting. I wash my hands of it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I can't wash my hands of it because these people are still running the country and the world. And I think it's super dangerous. I mean, look at what Hitler did. He's in, in influenced by our culture and our politics and the way that we carry and see ourselves. We call ourselves like the land of the free and like free thinkers and people move to this country <laughs> for quote unquote like religious freedoms and then they just... You know, they kill a bunch of people and then yeah. oppress people forever. Yeah. What sort of messages are we sending to other sort of innocuous people? Yeah. In other countries. Hell, even in our own. What sort of messages are we really sending out? Well. <laughs> and I feel like it's more, is it more dangerous now? Because if you think back then, they didn't have as many media outlets and any, as many opportunities to sort of well, like discuss these. these I think people now the the use the being able to um, use propaganda in the media to manipulate uh, population into getting you know a specific person voted is uh, more possible for like anyone now case in point Trump and then using Cambridge Analytica and these campaigns against Hillary Clinton uh. um, and I mean it's dangerous if a foreign I feel like a foreign power uses it you know let's say like Russia was behind it or something then that means that the idea of democracy we need to reevaluate how we handle politics but yeah it's depressing it is it's it just seems like there's no way out of it and there's no I don't know it's hard to see your way out of oppression and racism when you're in the middle of it and this is is this our problem to solve as women of color yeah you just gotta fight back have (laughs) conversations I don't know buy more guns (laughs) (laughs) oh there's Brandon there's Brandon Weatherby I guess now it's time for us to go (laughs) okay since Brandon Weatherby's here holy shit (laughs) (laughs) I told you Brandon Weatherby's not wearing a beard right now I knew that wasn't him wow all right well um I guess we didn't get into the New York Times story about black people and Hispanics I'm sure it'll come up again but we'll discuss I'm sure it'll come up again we won't spoil the ending for you (laughs) it ends in jail (laughs) (laughs) all right guys I think that's enough for today Thank you, Paige Lister. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, 
Be sure to follow us on Twitter at yeah. GTFO underscore radio. We're live every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern at fullserviceradio.org. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Search GTFO Radio, or you can download our episodes from gtforadio.fullserviceradio.org. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.